So the big question is, how do healthcare experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place at the right time. Whether you are a physical therapist, a dietitian, an occupational therapist, a chiropractor, MD, or other healthcare expert, this is for you. My name is Javier Carlin, and welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that I'm currently using to grow my own business and to help you grow yours, using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. This is your host, Dr. Javier Carlin. And today I'm excited to bring you a special guest, Robbie. Robbie is a physical therapist and a multi-site seven-figure practice owner. He actually sold his practices and had over $10 million in in clinic sales and generated $1 million in online sales. He has now helped over 100 uh, practice owners grow and scale their businesses, and he is only getting started. Robbie, what's up, brother? How you doing? What's up? Hey, man. Thanks for having me. And this is a a lot of fun. I love love doing podcasts, so this Uh, is awesome. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's great having you here. And we've been talking for about an hour. This is going to be a short episode, but we are going to bring you back on, baby. <laughs> All right. But it's going to be fire, man. Yeah. Once you get me going, it's uh, it's uh, I just love it, man. I'm, I'm very passionate about PT, entrepreneurship, helping people out. So once, once you get me fired up, man, I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll. I love it, brother. Let's do it. So would you mind sharing a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, man, that's, man, that's a, that's a deep question. It's like, where do you want me to start? Where do you want me to begin? But I'm i I'm from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Um, so I live in a small town, Dunmore, uh, which is up in the Northeast corner. Yes. If you've seen the office, yes, it is the Scranton, Pennsylvania. Um, but then we went to Penn state, my wife and I together. Um, and actually I got rocked in, in, in college. I got a two one GPA, uh, my first year or freshman fall and then a two, 2.5, I think it was in the spring. Um, and that was in meteorology. So believe it or not, I actually wanted to be a meteorologist, um, for a lot of different reasons, but I don't need to get into them today. But, uh, what I did is switch, I went to the learning center found out that I have actually like a a learning disability from when I was younger. I have a really hard time reading uh, and comprehending things. So it takes me a lot longer to learn things. But once I do learn them, it's kind of like a mastery level learning because I spent so much time trying to learn the thing. So people always ask like, Hey, how do you know X, Y? And I'm like, dude, like you don't understand the process I have to go through to understand it. (laughs) So, um, but when I switched majors, I went to kinesiology. Um, so kines exercise science for those of you who don't know kines, um, and then what we were able to do is pick up the old GPA, you know, got ready to go to grad school, took the GRE, applied, I was going to get in, and then didn't get in. So, <laughs> so I, so first year, first go of it, didn't get in. Went and became a rehab tech. My wife actually got in, so now we, she was in, I was out. What are we going to do? So we moved out to Pittsburgh, got a rehab aid job. Um, and then I went to, uh, yeah, UPMC, uh, is where I worked as a rehab aide, got a lot of cool experience there. Um, and then I reapplied and then got into uh, Chatham university, which is awesome. So, uh, I remember walking onto campus and I looking around and I said, uh, there's a lot of girls here. <laughs> 
And I didn't realize that it was an all girls school. And I was like one of like five guys that got led into the program. So actually will, if you guys know, will Boyd out there in the PT space, he's a, he's a Chatham alum too. Um, I believe he was a couple of years after me, but, um, but they, they broke the seal. Like we broke the seal from my class. Um, so a couple of guys got let in and then, um, was able to graduate from Chatham. And then we moved down to Virginia, uh, took over a, uh, chiropractic PT clinic. And then we were able to grow and scale to about, uh, three clinics in uh, about 18 months. And then with that being said, we were able to start cranking out like four, 400, 400 plus visits, uh, per week. And then the rest is kind of history. So, um, that was the, that was the long winded version of how I got here. I try to keep it simple, but I thought there was a lot to unpack there. <laughs> yeah, that, no, man, that, that's amazing. So, so how, you know, that, that's interesting. Cause I, I'm, I'm curious to know, you know, you went from someone that, you know, either was told or, or you have, you know, you had or have this learning disability, quote unquote, right. Mm -hmm. To, to having, you know, a seven figure practice, right. What was there something in, in that journey of, of from point A to point B that kind of like flipped the switch in your mindset or like, what was, what was, what was happening there? Yeah. I mean, I don't know necessarily if it was like the learning side of things, but mostly like, um, you know, I, I started working when I was 15 as a dishwasher. It was like my first job at the restaurant across the street. And then that led to, you know, I've worked at a graveyard and I cut grass there and I did this and I did that, but every level of like having a job resulted in me, like, I was, <laughs> I was always having an issue with management for some reason and not in a bad way, but just like I had my ideas or my way of doing things or what. And then I eventually got frustrated, the whole like cliche, like I got frustrated and started my own practice. But realistically, like uh, I, it was when I was in um, undergrad is when probably my junior year where I was just like, I'm going to open up my own business because I was working at a, a fit for play physical therapy which is kind of like one-on-one more cash pay up there in um, state college. And um, it, it was just really cool just to see like the, the freedom that the owner had as far as like coming and going and like, you know, running the meetings. And I was just like, man, that's what I really want to be doing. I want to, I want to lead and have a team and all this other stuff. Um, but then at the same time, like the learning side of things just took me, get, it took longer for me to get where most people would have a little bit more speed like I, like we're, you might be able to get there like yesterday, like I'm going to get there tomorrow. So it's just, but I, I know that and I, I just appreciate the process. So that's kind of, kind of what gets me going for sure. Yeah. That that's, that's amazing. Cause it sounds like, you know, you, so you knew you wanted to start a practice before even going into physical therapy school. Is that right? Sorry, Javi, what'd you say? One more, I, I broke up for a second. Oh, yeah, Sorry. No, no worries. No worries. So, so you knew you wanted to start a practice and have your own business before even going into physical therapy. School, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And I, th- I think that's key. Like a lot of people find out like down the road, you know, they're, they, they start their own job and then they are like, Hey, there's gotta be something better. And they go to do it for me. Like my teachers will tell you, like I was the outpatient ortho practice owner and they're like, no, 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 you got to go to the Q care. You got to go to neuro or you got to go to, you know, you got to try some home house. And I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. Like I'll do that stuff to get my grades and pass and do whatever you need me to do, but I'm going to own my own clinic. <laughs> so, but then I became a practice owner and then I got to the point where I'm just like, what's next. So that's, you know, and, and realistically that's kind of when you become an, that's when I realized I was more of an entrepreneur than a PT because like I got to the point where it's just like, I'm just never satisfied with the status quo. Like, it's just like so strange to say, like you're, you know, you're, Oh, you're doing all these visits and some people would love to be there. And I'm like, I got there and I'm like, 
okay, are we opening up more clinics just to get to a thousand or like, and then once I'm at a thousand, do I get to two thousand? Like what's the, what's the game plan or like what else is there out there? And then that's what I started to dabble in marketing or coaching and all this other stuff. And then I was just like, this is actually really cool. Like I could have bigger impacts working with more owners, serving more people than if I just was at my clinic. But then I was getting that like tug of war thing going, you know, it's just like, because <laughs> people are asking like, why'd you sell your clinic? I'm like, because like I wanted to, I was dipping my toes in, but I was always getting pulled back. Right. It's kind of like the kid that's at the beach and you want to go in the ocean, but your mom's like, you're not ready yet. And you're pulling you back. <laughs> and you're like, I'm ready, mom. It's just like, no, no, you're not ready yet. And then once you start, like you realize like I'm, I'm all in or I'm all out is my, like my mindset with a lot of things is either like we're all in or we're all out because I want to make sure that I put my effort in. Um, now granted, I love owners that could be in 15 different businesses and make that work. I'm just not that kind of guy. So it's just like, that's where I made the jump and that's where we're at right now. So um, I love the journey of being a practice owner. I think a lot of people will be passionate and have tons of success there. It's just that, you know, the entrepreneur thing is like really cool. <laughs> so that's where I want to open up to, as yeah. you know, man, as yeah. you know, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, man. And I think, I think it's so interesting because, you know, this is uh, the healthcare business radio. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, in, in healthcare, even right. We have, we have this idea that like, and I've mentioned this in, in previous episodes as well. We have this idea that, oh, I, I have this identity as I'm a physical therapist, I'm an occupational therapist, I'm a registered dietitian, you know, whatever your profession is. And those labels sometimes limit us with what we might actually be passionate about. And um, I think for a lot of people, it's, 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 it's nice to hear that, Hey, I went to school for this thing. You know, mm -hmm. I went through all the schooling. I, I had the practice and maybe it was just, it, it was great, but it wasn't my calling. Right. And it's okay right. to feel that. And it's, it's definitely challenging. There's a lot of internal conflict that happens. Um, but I'm curious now with, with you working with, you know, so many practice owners, what differentiates those, um, that are extremely successful. And when I say su successful, mm -hmm. I think it's important in, in not just the financial side, but also all the other pieces of life, right. Yeah. Versus those that are just like that fly that keeps on hitting the glass window, right? You know, that's, that, man, that's such a great question because I, I see it a lot. Um, and it's, it's interesting. Cause like, I didn't really know what it was until like, I, I kind of sat back from like a 30,000 square foot view and realized this, like, and, and I, and I'm, I'm not trying to throw anybody in the bus or cause it's like everybody goes through their own stuff. But what I'm seeing is that there's the owners that are, they, they lack so much focus and vision of what they want to accomplish in life. Like they know they want to be successful, but they just don't know what really that looks like. And they really haven't mapped out their goals or their plans. So as soon as a shiny object comes, it's like a squirrel. They're like, Oh, like maybe that that'll help me get to where I need to get to. And I see so many owners are in multiple Facebook groups. They're in <laughs> granted. I'm a, I'm a product junkie. I love to like, well, first of all, I like to represent my people and I like to show them support. So I'll always buy courses or whatever that they're in. So I, I I'm always kind of learning too, as, as much as I'm producing, but a lot of people are just stuck in consumption. Like they're stuck in this consumption consumer model, even though they're the, they're a producer by title, like they're a CEO and they're supposed to be producing a product right? They're physical therapy or coaching or whatever, but they're constantly trying to consume information to move the needle. And then as soon as something comes along, like they just, they lack the focus and where they want to get to. So it, they're letting other people dictate where their journey is. But for like the other owners that are successful, as soon as something comes up, they're like, no, 
I'm like, what, what do you mean? Like, I'm not, no interest in that. And it's just like, well, what do you mean you don't have injury? This could be, no, it's, it's going to take us off our vision or it's going to take us off our goals. It's going to take this. My team is not going to want to do that. So it's just like, it, it's crazy to see the difference. And I think the pandemic really brought that out with people. There's two types of owners during the p- pandemic. There's the, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Like, we're going to need to fire people. We're going to, and then there's the other owners that leaned in and says, everybody's going to be closing. We're going to stay open. And we're going to, we're going to market hard and we're going to carry on and we're going to treat our patients and we're going to be safe when we do it. This is an opportunity. So it was just like really cool to see. And maybe the cool is not the word I want to use for a pandemic reference, but at the same time, it was interesting to see like all the owners that I work with, the ones that were successful and kept their clinics open if they could, because some States made you close them down. So you didn't have a choice, but the ones that were there saw it as like, like, yo, winter's here and we're just going to market harder and those people are absolutely crushing it on the backside. Like I know owners now they're buying buildings, they're opening up practices. They're like, it's crazy the stuff that growth they are where the other ones are just kind of like opening back up and trying to get their feet wet. So, and that's not a disrespect to anybody, man. It's just realistically, like the biggest thing that I see is like, when you're, when you're an owner, like you're no longer a PT. I hate to say that, like, you're not a PT. And that's why like we do rehab CEOs. And like our biggest thing is like teaching people how to become an actual CEO and be a leader because a, a leader could have followers and followers could either be earned or followers can be dictated to <laughs> or manipulated, right? So it's just like, you pick one of the two. And it's like, I want my people to follow me because they want to be, and they want to show up and shine. But that's the biggest thing I've seen is that identity shift um, is just like, I'm a CEO now, or I'm an owner. And like, I need to lead my people. And Javi, I don't know if you know this man, but there's, there's two things that owners are responsible for. Do you know what those two things are? Every owner needs to be responsible for two things. And I won't put you on the spot, man, but these are the two things. Number one is strategy. So number one is the strategy of your company. And you need to know exactly what that strategy is and how to, how to implement. Like you're starting your own businesses, you're starting your own coaching. Like what's the game plan? What's the strategy? How are we going to attack? How are we going to get leads, conversions? You know, how are we going to retain people? How are we going to have customer success? What like strategy? And number two is assemble your team. And that's it. That's, I mean, that's all that being an owner is, is you, you're the strategy guy or gal and you assemble the people that are going to carry out that strategy. And that is your only job. Yeah. But so many people are, are they, they don't even, they're not even focused on strategy. They're not focused on hiring the who, not the how and that whole analogy. And it's just like, they're stuck treating and they're stuck and they're stuck in their headspace. And what they do is they get frustrated and then they look for the next thing to carry them out, shiny object. And they go further and further and further and further down the rabbit hole. And those people are stuck while the other people are just passing them by. And I see it every day. It's crazy. But hopefully that answered your question, man. That was a long winded. I got fired up from that. That was actually pretty in depth, but that's good. Yeah, no, that that's that's brilliant, man. And I I, I think I would have I, I was I was close. I was gonna say, uh, I mean, there's there's a few, and I think that makes perfect sense, right? Strategy and assembling your team. I was gonna say systems and people and a systems vision and people, yeah, and, and a vision for for where you're heading, right? So yeah. so I think uh, no, that's that's brilliant, and um that that's vision amazing. is good yeah yeah vision is great vision yeah. and, and goal setting and core value mm-hmm. like all that stuff is good right at its core it's just like okay it's like hey i want to open 10 clinics and right. i want each clinic to be doing like let's say you want a million dollar at each clinic which is like a five-person team so it's just like a 200 visits a week so it's just like okay well 
what does all that look like? How are we going to get there? Now, what's the strategy to do that? Do we open one clinic now or two clinics or three or four? Okay. When do we hire a marketer? Like you got to kind of know like where you want to get to. And some people just don't know the answers for that, which is fine. And that's why you got to get a coach like yourself, you know, or like myself or somebody, because you want people that are already at that level. Like everybody should have a coach. Like everybody, like coaches have coaches. <laughs> like if you're a coach without a coach, then you're not coaching correctly. Right. So I know I, I pay like my current coach right now, I paid 55 K for your coach that you paid right now is like a 30 K year coach, correct. Or something yep. like that. Yep, Hopefully 30K. you don't mind me throwing that out there. No, no, throw right? it out there. I tell everyone. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that's really important to realize that like coaches have coaches. And if your coach doesn't have, like when you lean in, you're like, who's your coach? And they're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, this book back here on the bookshelf. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's just like, you always want someone. And the reason why coaches are really cool is because they will tell you to get to the part, like in your strategy, they'll show you how to get to that point. But when you get there, they will already have pre-framed you for what to watch out for three steps ahead. So it's just like, Hey, I want to let you know when you get there and you get your first 10 K a month, I just want to let you know <laughs> that you're going to want to get to 20, but before you do that, you need to do this, this, and this. It's just like, I never would have thought of that. It's just like, that's why you pay me. So it's just like, that's really cool. Like to see that. And I think that the ones that are winning to go back to your question about the owners that are successful, the ones that aren't, it's not just product consumption or like, you know, consuming content. It's actually like consumption implementation. Like you gotta be learning, but then at the same time, you gotta be implementing. And I think a lot of people have a hard time being the implementer because they only have a small window to consume so they consume the content, but then they, just, they feel stuck because they don't know how to implement it. And then it's just like, but when you move the mindset, remember CEOs are a strategy and assemble. You learn the thing, then go find out the person who could do the thing. And that's when you go fast, man. It's like crazy how like quickly you want to go. Like I'm learning real estate now and I don't know anything about real estate, but I'm finding people who do and they're showing me what to do. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like there's a whole different world out there. So it's just like you, you learn the topic. You want to know enough of it to get you started but then you want to find the experts, right? Right. So you, you, you focus on your strengths, but you hire out your weaknesses. That's, that's freaking gold. And we can, we can talk for hours <laughs> about this together, man. Cause I know we're also in the same real estate uh, investing program with uh, cash flow. Yeah. So, uh, which is, which is awesome, man. I, I love this stuff. We are going to get you back on Sweet, the healthcare business radio podcast, man. I, I have so many questions left unanswered, uh, but, before, <laughs> yeah, but before we go, brother, uh, do you mind sharing with the audience where they can keep up with you if they'd like to learn more about you and your work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I appreciate that, man. That's, Absolutely. It's always, it's always nice when you come on and, and people let you plug your stuff, which I appreciate. So um, yeah, I'm with Rehab CEO. So that's R-E-H-A-B uh, CEOs. You can join our Facebook group. It's free, tons of good content in there. And then also we're going to be having our get more patients challenge. A lot of the owners we work with, they always say like, yeah, that sounds good. I would love to get out of treatment, but I need to get more patients. So you can join the get more patients challenge. And that's just at www.rehabceos.com backslash get more patients. So GMP challenge. So get more patients challenge. Um, it's just abbreviated GMP challenge. Cool, man. Beautiful, man. Thank you so much. And uh, for those listening, uh, tune in and watch out for that next episode where we bring Robbie back in because he has so much gold to share with you and uh, we're not, we're not finished yet. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time. 
Thank you so much for listening to the show. I know your time is valuable and I know that you are here to learn how to build a successful business. So I have something special just for you. If you are a healthcare expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, then you are going to want to pay attention because as a listener of this show, I want you to win. So I've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of Healthcare Business Radio. If you are tired of trying to figure out the scheme of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you are ready to implement what's already proven to work, rather than reinventing the wheel, you are going to want to head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider. And there you will find over $7,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching that is only available for listeners of this show. So if you want to know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a business that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider right now so you can win big in your healthcare business and in life.